I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Advertising Podcast. You came back. That's very exciting. This week I'm going to be a lot more structured. It's going to be 15 minutes, no overrun, regardless. So even if I'm halfway through a sentence, it's going to be cut off and Dave is going to be sorry. So this week we're going to take a deep dive into Adobe Photoshop and Firefly. I mentioned it briefly last week that I was uh, going to try it out, and I've now tried it out, and it is pretty impressive so far. At the moment, all that's dropped is the the Firefly addition to Photoshop. Uh, eventually, Adobe are going to spread it out, I think, across the entire suite of products, um, which is very good. I definitely, there was a point, uh, probably, yeah, five, six months ago, where I thought, where is Adobe's response to you know, things like mid-journey, because I was worried they were going to just get left behind. But I guess what they were doing was, you know, circling the wagons and getting something that was really impressive, because so far it is genuinely very good. All of the issues I had with mid-journey seem to have almost been resolved in Firefly. Um, Having said that, as before, it's still not a magic bullet that's going to, you know, make ideas easy to come by. It's just another brilliant tool that makes things easier. They've been doing quite a bit, you know, over the the course of the last year or so. They've had, uh, I think it's Content Aware Fill, it's called, uh, where you can extend an image and um, it will use the details that are around that thing to sort of fill it in because often I seem to uh, come up with an image and it, they want it in a different pro and so I have to sort of extend the sides and back in the day we used to use sort of clone stamps and stuff but now it's a lot easier because of all the Adobe stuff. But what they've got now is this thing called generative fill, which is, it doesn't sort of just, you know, sample the the stuff around the image. It actually uses AI to sort of make up what it thinks it'll be. And it is phenomenal what it can do. I mean, that that sort of stuff I look at and think, yeah, that would be really hard to do. And it's suddenly so simple. Um, It doesn't always get it right, but the amount of times it does is seriously impressive and of course like all this stuff this is their first stab at it and they're going to just get better and better and so again with the same with mid-journey this is going to put you know photoshop and editing in the hands of everybody Um, so as before if your job was purely a photo retoucher then dark times ahead get creating ideas folks because that seems to be the you know the only part that is at the moment sacrosanct but again just like last time i'm looking at thinking oh it's great i don't have to do all of that sort of stuff which was it was all doable but it just took time and it was you know that that sort of grunt work that that's always the bit I come back to it's like I don't have to do that any longer I can spend my day coming up with ideas and this thing just enhances them and again what is really clever about this and I think it's a definite bonus over mid journey is you can just simply use a lasso tool 
and highlight an area and say you know i i had a, an image today that i was messing around with and it was a, a mountain range and um i highlighted a little area and said put a spaceship in there and what it did was it gave me three options um it put a classic looking spaceship in this thing and it, and it was clever that it cut out a bit of the mountain so it looked like it was sort of behind that but what was really really impressive was it it could pick out the light on the because it, it was one of these golden hour uh, images i was talking about last week uh and it, it it could work out where the light source was and then it lit this thing um using the same light and so it just sat in the image beautifully um and i i, I don't know if that was just luck that they happen it happened to have chosen an image that was based on you know it just happened to be the right lighting or whether it really was you know able to work out okay that's where the light source is from so that's where the shadows will be apparently um what i think is probably good about photoshop is unlike mid-journey where there's it's been a little bit of a gray area as to where they get these images from and are they basically using somebody else's work as a start point with uh, adobe stock apparently all of their images are sourced from their own royalty free stock library so there is never going to be any problem with copyright and sort of effectively stealing somebody else's work so i feel kind of good about that because that's one area that i thought oh, it might be a little bit dodgy um personally i i, I never really have a problem if people want to you know steal my work uh because it's just you know once i've once i've done the job and you know we've all been paid and it's been used it's almost like you know today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip paper it's sort of done and dusted and so if somebody you know gets some use out of one of my old ads then fine however i can understand if you're an artist and you've spent you know weeks coming up with an image and then somebody just hoiks it from a mid-journey thing and then uses it in a new context, that's probably a bit sad. But as I say, this, this Photoshop is just, it's a really big upgrade. I think it's probably one of the biggest upgrades. I think back in the day when layers came along, that was sort of the, the first upgrade that I thought, ah, oh, this is really going to change the thing. Because it was really hard, if you imagine doing Photoshop without layers, it's pretty tricky but and they felt feel like they've been there for a lifetime but i think it was photoshop 3 they came out but this is yeah it's just incredible so i i would definitely advise you go onto youtube and just type in photoshop beta uh firefly and just look at you know a, a youtube video of what what can actually be done um and it's available right now you can just go in and obviously it's a beta but it's it's a usable beta and you know you, i'm using it in proper projects although i haven't actually used it in a proper project yet i've just I say I've, I've messed around with it enough to understand what it can do and it it's a seriously impressive bit of kit so well done adobe you're you're sort of finally at the races felt like it took a bit of time but i i guess they'll they'll sort of catch and pass all of these things because as i say uh mid journey does have a few issues but I, I wonder if mid journey will look at adobe and think okay we need to do that and that ability to sort of marquee out a section and say you know try again with that is is ideal because say going back to last week's thing with the 
the horse's feet, as I call them, or hooves, as they they really should be called. But um, if I could have just you know gone gone around that bit and said add some horses' hooves, it would have meant I I wouldn't even have to do that bit of Photoshop. But again, it's not the end of the world. It's not like I'm sat there bemoaning, saying, well, that's the end of my career, because that was just an irritation that I had to do in order to get you know, the idea I wanted. The, the actual idea was the, the sort of important part of it, and it, these things are all just tools that make you know, my job easier. I mean, for ages I've actually used uh, AI. There's a program called Gigapixel AI that I've used for, for oh God, quite a few years now. And it's a, it was a really good way of enlarging images. And it used AI to enlarge them rather than sort of pixels. Because quite often I would do a web banner and suddenly next week somebody wants it as an A3 poster. And of course, the, the file sizes are, are way off. But just like back in the day when clients used to give you tiny little logos that were sort of 200 pixels by 200 and saying, is this okay for a billboard? Um, and we had to redraw it back then. Um, now with Gigapixel AI, you can just say, you know, times eight, please. And within reason, it actually gives you a pretty good translation of it. But it uses AI to sort of fill in the blanks almost, rather than just taking neighbouring pixels and, you know, resin it up. So we're all kind of fairly familiar with this, with technology being used to help us create things faster and easier. And Photoshop has stealthily been doing it for a long time. Each little, you know, tool that comes along makes your life a little bit easier. Uh, and things a little bit quicker so this this just feels like a you know obviously a massive but an extension of that but I suppose in reality it does actually mean that you know literally any if you can drive photoshop a little bit you can create images that are you know as good as somebody that was really skilled at it and so I, I can understand why if you're a photo retoucher you look at that and think okay that's that was my job and now anybody can do it because the stuff it can do is is say seriously impressive that said it it seems to fail quite often as well it's not like it gets it right every time Um, and so what it does is it, it puts its best efforts onto a separate layer so it's not totally destructive and if you actually know what you're doing with photoshop you can take that as a start point and sort of really blend it in because every now and again it comes out and you think that's pretty perfect quite often it's not and and it's you think oh that that doesn't look at all realistic even if the the image is realistic it hasn't blended in well with the background but if you know how to use photoshop you can obviously use all the tricks that you've used for all these years and uh, manipulate it so you're basically a film compositor rather than, you know, a photoshopper. But again, going back to what we were talking about last week, you need to have that sort of skill set, not not just to be able to drive photoshop, but also understand, you know, light and tone and colour and hue. And it's like, why why does that not look real? If you're, you know, new to this and you're a bit of a chancer, you probably don't understand why it's real because you might not even understand you know, the basics of light sources have got to be the same. Uh, and if they're not, they're going to, you know, look wrong. But because, you know, that's the people with that 
compositing skill that have used Photoshop for years, they will understand the basics and understand why an image looks right or wrong. So even though AI can do it, it's it's a long way from perfect with a lot of images. So you still need that skill set that you have gained from years of experience in order to sort of take that really good start point that Firefly or the the beta gives you. And and, and what it does is it just fast tracks you to the image and and making it better. And again, if you're, you know, a a professional that's done it for years, of course you're going to be able to create a better image ultimately than somebody that's just rocked up and has, has used Photoshop out of the box for sort of three weeks. Another thing is a little side note that I chuckled at is in order to use Photoshop AI beta, you have to be connected to the internet. And I think in order to be connected to the internet, you you probably have to have a genuine copy. So I wonder if there'll be quite a few people that don't actually have genuine copies, so can't even use this part of it. So that just made me laugh. Having said that, Years ago, I did some work with Adobe and they gave me a load of free programs. And one thing they said was, we we don't really care if, certainly students and stuff, we don't care if they rip off uh, the programs because it's the best way to get, uh, you know, adoption of it because they understand that students can't afford the programs. And so they never ever minded if students ripped it off. The trouble they had was when, you know, a big studio that was making a lot of money was ripping it off. But that was it. I think it's another thing that I look at. I think, yeah, this is really exciting. If you haven't looked at it, you know, be sure to Google it or go onto YouTube and find a Photoshop beta Firefly and just check out what it can do. It is, it's jaw-dropping what it can do. And again, it's going to move that needle and make our jobs a lot easier. But that's that. It's a quickie. 15 minutes is not long, but I didn't want to overrun as ridiculously as I did last time. Again, uh, I'd love to hear your comments on what I've talked about over the last couple of weeks. Are you excited about it? Are you scared by it? Is it going to end your life or change your life? But that's it. Thank you for listening to episode two of the Advertising Podcast. Remember to like and subscribe and uh, look out for episode three, which will be coming out a week on Tuesday. If you can't listen to the next one, uh, there is no need to apologize. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.